Whether it's golf, grandkids, or world travel, retirement offers plenty of choices. You've saved for it. You've earned it. Now enjoy it. Before the big day, make sure you take a look at federal income taxes you're likely to face on several sources of retirement income. Uncover retirement concepts you need to know. Welcome in to Your Powerful Legacy Radio with Christina Ping. Yes, indeed. Christina Ping Kepperling is here for you once again with great information about getting on track to your retirement. Welcome into your powerful legacy radio. Christina is the CEO of Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services, handling, of course, insurance, but also estate and legacy strategies, safe money strategies, overall retirement strategies, and working also with many powerful partners to help put it all together, get you on track. Christina, hello to you. Hello, Dave. It is wonderful to be here with you always. Always good to be here with you. We have a great conversation here on the show. You get out great information. You get us thinking about retirement strategies and what would be the right strategies for us. And certainly, I know that you get all your clients thinking about how to make sure that they don't overpay in taxes, which don't go away. And we're looking at that now, the taxes in retirement. Now, as you're saving in traditional IRAs and 401ks, don't forget that eventually, um, well, Uncle Sam's going to come come a calling. How, how do you help uh, diffuse at least a little bit that what could be that tax bomb? Well, while we're saving, the savers absolutely love tax-deferred retirement accounts like your 401ks and your traditional IRAs. But what we tend to forget is that later on down the line, we've got to start paying those taxes when we start taking withdrawals. And those taxes also apply to the gains and the pre-tax or deductible contributions. So this is a big deal. At some point, you must withdraw the money from these accounts. Now, that RMD, Required Minimum Distribution, it did take a little bit of a change. It's now at 72 instead of 70 and a half. And you must start taking those required minimum distributions at two. And the tax rate that you pay is going to be just according to what tax rate you're at taxed as ordinary income at that point. One thing you can do now as far as a good proactive tax strategy is look into a Roth option. We love Roth. Yes, we talk about Roth all the time. And why do we love that? First off, contributions to Roths, they are not deductible, but the withdrawals are tax-free. The future earnings are tax-free. This is huge. So we have two important caveats. So you must have held your account for at least five years before you can take a free withdrawal. Everybody talks about this five-year rule. And although you can withdraw the amount that you did contribute at any time tax-free, you generally must be at least that 59 and a half to be able to withdraw the gains without facing an early 10% penalty. And folks, I want to just stop here and mention for just a moment that when you're passing on these IRAs, including Roth IRAs, to non-spousal beneficiaries, this can be a really big tax problem. So make sure that we're chit-chatting about that when we have these reviews, if this applies to you. Now, Social Security, once upon a time, they were tax-free for everyone. I don't like calling it a benefit. That's not what that is. But this fairy tale ended back in 1983. <laughs> we like to call it the fairy tale because <laughs> that's when the taxes kicked in and reality really kicked in. But for many Social Security recipients, the benefits still are not taxed. But depending on others, on their provisional income is what this is based on, you're not so lucky and you could pay up to 85% of that social security being taxable. And the IRS does have a handy online tool. I really love this. If you jump onto irs.gov, it can help you find out what those helpful tax pieces are that you need. Well, and you know, up to 85% of your social security could be subject to taxation. And and I know those those numbers are low. I don't know that they've gone up since They started uh, making Social Security subject to taxation back in 1983. They're pretty low. But, yeah, that's a great that that is a great site. Actually, it's um, uh, well, you can go to what is it? SSA.gov or IRS.gov. And yes, both of those sites will give you that answer. And I do want to break down a number here real quick, folks. So that let's say that you're receiving a benefit of $1,000 and $850. So 85% of that would be taxable. And let's say that you're at the 12 percentile rate. That's about $102. So hmm. we're not talking about anything crazy, but I mean, that's your utilities mm-hmm. right, a little bit right. here. You know, that could be your water sure. bill or maybe even part of your electric bill. So that's a big deal. Maybe even a couple medications. So that type of taxation could be 
a really big problem when we're talking about getting down to the nitty gritty of what your retirement income needs are. And that's when you get with Christina, she's going to look at, at what would be the impact of taxes on your retirement and then how to best put strategies in place to help alleviate that that pain a little bit. Uh, 800-832-1100. I like the way you look at it because you say, oh, it's 100. But yeah, it could be your utility bill or a couple of medications, as you said. 800-832-1100. You can call or text keyword powerful to that number and set up with Christina. Well, I guess pensions, if you have that while you're working still, that's much like uh, as far as tax deferred, like a 401k or traditional. You're so right. That's right. And if you're one of those lucky ones that do have a pension, remember, they are more than likely going to be funded with pre-tax income. This means the full amount of the pension income would be taxable when you receive the funds. Now, the payments from private and government pensions are usually taxed as ordinary at an ordinary income rate. And that's assuming that you make no after-tax contributions to that plan. When we're discussing what is going to be best for you taxation-wise, remember, folks, I'm not a CPA. And I'm not an attorney, but we do keep our powerful partners that keep all of this in check. And if you don't have someone that is helping you at the moment, give us a call. Let's give it a second look. You should have a tax professional as part of your team, a very powerful team that is surrounding you in retirement to make sure that your retirement is successful. As far as, you know, our our top tax rate's low, but um, what are some strategies you could employ regarding stocks or bonds or mutual funds with long-term capital gains? Now, this is just some generalized information. This is something that definitely needs to be personalized by your professional. But if you do sell those stocks, bonds, mutual funds that you've held for more than a year, remember that those are taxed as long-term capital gains at the rate of 0, 15, or 20% compare these figures to the top rate of 37% rate on ordinary income. So that's not so terrible. No, it's not. How about annuities? Um, How how does the tax game work with annuities? Now, if you sell investments that you've held for a year or less, those gains are normally taxed as short-term on your ordinary income tax. There is a good chance that some or all of the income that you receive from your annuity that you own is taxable. So if you purchase that annuity, it provides income in retirement, but the portion of the payment that represents your principal is tax-free. The rest will be taxable. So let me give you an example. I've got a lady, she had $8 million sitting in CDs. Wow. Every year she was receiving, I know, I've never heard this before. She's the only one with <laughs> that much. And when she came in and we sat down and discussed what were some of the advantages of an annuity versus a CD, And one of those is going to be the tax deferral advantage because you're only paying taxes on the withdrawal and only on the earnings at that point because all of her money was non-qualified. She had already paid the taxes on it. Mm-hmm. sitting in a CD year she was getting a 1099 on those taxes it was eating her up she really didn't need to be taking all of that money out Man. and there were no RMDs required so we let those earnings continually defer and that was actually something that was better for her in the long run that's a lot of money and, and you know, CD savings accounts money market accounts what is the tax what are I should say the tax implications from all of those ordinary income tax rates. They apply to those interest payments on certificates of deposits or CDs, savings account and money market accounts. It's taxed as ordinary income. This is something that you should be paying attention to. Very important. So again, how can we be tax harvesting? It may be a little bit different solution other than just your ordinary CD savings or money market. You know, when you get with Christina, I, I think of it as that team effort is, you know, we've mentioned you have uh, you work with powerful partners as well. And it's all looking ahead to get the strategies together. And this is not a cookie cutter approach. This is really custom after Christina. You meet with her and she gets to know you and what your financial situation looks like because it is unique to you. And she is going to look forward and look at good tax strategies going forward for you in your retirement. How do you get on track? Well, it does start with a consultation, and that's a very pleasant experience, too, to meet with Christina. Here is your chance to set it up at no cost, no obligation. 
That's right, folks. If you will, please just give us a call, 800-832-1100, or you can drop the word powerful in a text. So just open your text, type in 800-832-1100, and text the word powerful. We will get back with you, myself or one of my staff, and we will get you scheduled here in the next couple of weeks for your complimentary consultation. For some of you, this will be a second opinion, and that's okay. We definitely want to make sure that you are on track, yes or no. And if you don't know, then you need to pick up the phone right now and give us a call again, 800-832-1100. And you can call that or you can text powerful to that number and set this up because it is a comprehensive review. We're looking at getting you on track. And you know, when you meet with Christina, it's, I, it, it's an, it can be in very informational, educational. Yes. And enlightening. Um, you could get a much better handle on where you are now. And once you start getting the strategies in place for your retirement, I like to think of it in that at that point, it's kind of like when you're, when you've got a big vacation coming up and once you get everything, all the plans in place for the vacation, then all that's left to do is look forward to it. And that's what Christina's trying to do is get you where you can just get excited about retirement, get it all together and look forward to it. Now, Christina's schedule is busy. You want proof of that? I don't think you need it, but she does the radio show every week. She's on TV, WTBQ 36, Saturday nights at 7. She's the author of the book, The Retirement Train. Who knows? She's probably working on another book, and she's helping people get on track to their retirement. So there's a lot of value to this. It's limited, of course, based on her schedule, but she's offering this at no cost, no obligation. Again, the number is 800-832-1100. You can call or you can text POWERFUL to 800-832-1100. 1100. Sometimes hearing about your schedule, Christina, you, you make me tired just telling me about it. Oh, I was just yawning over it. My goodness gracious. <laughs> <laughs> I made you sound busy, but no, it's totally all true. <laughs> I don't know how it you is. do it. You're busier than Ryan Seacrest. It is a blessing to be busy. I don't know about Ryan. He's a pretty busy dude. But, you know, let's make sure that we're keeping you on track. And that's what keeps me going, folks. And I just can't say enough how much I look forward to seeing you. When you give us a call and you get that appointment scheduled to come in for a consultation, remember you're not coming in to be sold anything. You're coming in to visit. We're coming in to gather information, sit down, and make sure that you're on track. If there's something we can do to make it better, we'll have another discussion. But for goodness gracious, don't delay. Pick up that phone. Give us a call. Drop us a text. The word powerful, 800-832-1100. Let's get you on track. Well, a great start to the show because you can't forget about taxes in retirement. They're going to be there. But the question is, do you have the right strategies in place that are good, proactive tax strategies in place? And again, that's where Christina can come in. Quick break. More to come. Christina, what are we into next? The U.S. Senate is expected to vote soon on what's being called the SECURE Act 2.0. The original setting Every Community Up for Retirement Act, so S-E-C-U-R-E, was passed in 2019, and it brought many changes to retirement planning. What is 2.0? Details when we come right back. We're back. It's Your Powerful Legacy Radio with the author of the book, The Retirement Train, your ticket to financial strategies that will help protect your income, your family, and the life that you love. That's a great book and a lot of great stories that the train ride through your life, Christina lays out in that book. She's also, of course, the CEO of Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. It's all about talking retirement strategies and getting on track with the on-track retirement system. And Christina also keeps up with what's happening in the universe of retirement where this is what we're going to talk about here is secure act 2.0 the follow-up to the original secure act passed in late 2019 this is secure act 2.0 just passed the house with a highly bipartisan vote of 414 to 5 still working its way through congress we're going to look at it as it stands now you mentioned uh, in the last segment the rmd age was raised to 72 this proposed legislation Uh, or this legislation proposes taking it even higher or later. Yeah. Why are we doing this is because people are living longer. Now, the RMDs, they would initially start to increase to 73 starting on January 1st of 2023, then 74 in 2030, 75 in 2033. People are living longer. We want to make sure that those RMDs are in place. And I think this is a great idea. So this means that you could take more time to let your money grow tax-free if you delay those RMDs and your withdrawals may need to be larger. So we'll just watch. There's there's a 
two sides to that coin right there. So let's see what's going to happen. Yeah, and you're going to keep up with it and keep us up on it on this show. It also proposes lowering the what can be severe RMD penalties if you miss it. I don't really like that there's an RMD penalty in the first place, but, you know, I'm not in control of that one. But if you do fail to take your RMD, the shortfall is hit with a 50% excise tax. Mm. This is huge. This is one of the harshest penalties that you can face. So, however, under the Secure 2.0, this would reduce it down to 25%. So if this mistake is corrected in a timely manner, then it would be reduced, the penalty further reduced down to 10%. We're looking at Secure Act 2.0 as it stands now, working its way through Congress, and we barely scratched the surface of what what it is, how it could potentially help or affect retirement planning, and even planning for those working to retirement. The question is, will it be enough? And for answers, we turn to Bernadette Geis, the solutions leader at PricewaterhouseCoopers, U.S. Asset and Wealth Management Team. We have roughly 45 million Americans that are going to retire in the next 10 years and the median savings is $120,000, which would equate to $1,000 a month over a 15-year period. So with life expectancies being well beyond 15 years and the you know rising cost of healthcare and other retirement needs, $1,000 a month simply isn't going to be sufficient. Yeah, I mean, as a whole, it looks like there are some savings challenges in the country. Uh, Secure Act 2.0 definitely addresses savings. One is uh, one measure is requiring, it's proposed, of course, not law yet, requiring companies to auto-enroll their employees in the retirement savings plans. I love this. Yes, the Secure 2.0 would require this. So this would be for eligible workers into the firm's 401k and 403b plan at a savings rate of 3% of salary. Now, although workers would be able to opt out or to save less or even more up to the annual contribution limits, enrolled workers' contribution rates would automatically increase each year by 1% until they reach their contribution at 10%. So this is a huge deal when we're talking about savings and every little point matters. Every point matters. So I really like this. I think this could be a great thing. Yeah, and this is where uh, where Original Secure Act seemed to really put a lot of focus on retirees. This really just covers workers or affects workers all around and retirees. Uh, here's one, allowing companies to offer incentives for contributing above and beyond the match. I think that's great. And I think that anytime we're saving a little bit additional, I think you're kind of doing the bonus round or extra credit. So (laughs) I think that they are prohibitive from financial incentives right this moment. So aside from matching the funds to encourage the workers to contribute to the 401k account, the Secure 2.0 would change that by allowing employers to provide, say, a small gift card as a way to lure these employees into saving for retirement a little bit more. I think this is awesome. Kind of like you get these incentives for your health insurance. I know a lot of employers that will do a um, Friday free lunch if you stay on your goal weight so that their health insurance group plan is less expensive. It's similar to something like that. You know, these group plans want to make sure that they're maximizing the savings and giving you a little bit of incentive to do it. So I think that's a good idea as well. Yeah, yeah. It's it's amazing to me that you need legislation to allow employees to offer like, hey, a gift card or something like that. But anyway, it's it's in there. Secure Act 2.0. Another thing, too, is uh, in, in proposed employer matching funds for student loan payments. Well, when we're talking about saving, you know that when you're saving, it's difficult when you have to pay down student loans. So this proposed legislation would allow employers to make matching contributions to workers' retirement account based on the worker's own student loan payment. So this would apply to 401k plans, 403bs, your simple IRAs, and 457s. This could be a big deal because a lot of people are coming out with very heavy student loans. Now, I don't know why this hasn't been said before, but... As we're talking about these student loans not being forgiven, which I don't think that that's a reality at all. If you made the choice to get a student loan, I think that it's a better route to jump over and give some incentives for people to be paying those back. Looking at Secure Act 2.0, it's working its way through Congress, and we're looking at what's currently proposed now with this legislation with Christina, who does keep up with this. And she knows for her clients that things change through the course of your retirement. And so sometimes the strategies need to be altered, whether it's your life changes or legislative changes out of Washington, as we're looking at 800-832-1100 to set up a consultation with Christina. That's her number, 800 832 
1100 and you can also text powerful to that number yeah it looks like the majority of this one though is focused on savings here we go again allowing for bigger catch-up contributions when we're talking about contributions bigger is better that's for sure yeah and right now we're a little bit restricted by age but currently workers who are 50 years old and make catch-up contributions and they pay within their normal limits for 2022, you can contribute an extra 6,500 into that 401k and 403b, hitting this year's 20,500 limit. Now for simples, they can add 3,000 more to the $14,000 cap in 2022. Now under the Secure Act 2.0, workers who are age 62, 63, or 64 would be able to contribute even more to these accounts. The 401ks and 403bs, they would be able to make up to 10,000 in catch-up contributions. While in a simple IRA, it could be in up to 5,000 in catch-up contributions. So these limits would be indexed for each year of inflation. I mean, they're starting to have some really good ideas that are going to help set people up for a very successful retirement. And I'm happy to see this. I don't see anything on here that would be derogatory in any way. This is helpful for everyone. The next one, and I know, folks, we've got so many things to get through on this because 2.0 is a big deal. And we're actually going to probably run over a bit into our next segment on this it's one. It's possible. But <laughs> it's a lot. I want to jump onto Roth because guess what? With your Roth, currently your simple and set you're not allowed to accept Roth contributions from employees. Now, Secure Act would change that. And the proposed legislation would also require catch-up contributions to 401k and other workplace retirements to be subject to Roth treatment. This means the extra 6,500 con- contributed by workers age 50 or older would automatically go into Roth 401k or come from post-tax salary rather than pre-tax wages. This would end up slashing the upfront taxes for individuals who max out their 401ks. Woo woo. This mm-hmm. is going to get us on track for sure. I mean, I'm loving this. Now, another provision in the bill would allow 401ks and other plans to give participants the option of having employer match contributions into the Roth 401k. Now, currently, matching contributions must be on a pre-tax basis. So huge changes. This is amazing, folks. We can jump into a better retirement strategy, having more options available and more tax favorable options. So believe it or not, these three proposals are revenue raisers to offset the cost of other provisions in the Secure Act 2.0. So if enacted, they would raise money when the contributions are made and then rather squeeze the revenue later since withdrawals from Roth are generally tax free. I agree. This looks good. I mean, you compare it to the original Secure Act, which had, of course, many components, but one was to eliminate the stretch IRA. So much of this is dedicated to savings. I, I and and I know I'm I'm a cynic, so I always think of the little child with the jack in the box, you know, all happy, going, and then all of a sudden the shock comes. But maybe not. Maybe maybe look, it looks good as you said. Another thing is that. Um, it makes some changes to part-time workers' retirement plan eligibility. It sure does. When we're talking about all of these different things as they come together, and we're talking about full-time workers, part-time workers, as you can see the trend, what they're trying to do is just make retirement more accessible for everyone. And I think this is important because in a in a traditional family situation, if you will, back in the 50s and 60s, where you would have a husband who was working, a wife who maybe was staying home, and, you know, he was getting a pension plan, he'll have a little bit of personal savings, and then, oh, here it is, you know, your social security check. Those roles basically don't even exist now. Most households are two incomes, and some of them may be a couple of part-time incomes and one full-time. Maybe these benefits are going to shift. We may have some that are the one parent or the other staying home with a child for a little while, and some people are working from home. So just a lot of things have really changed over the last 60, 70 years, and it's time for 2.0 to catch up with the times. That's what I really think about it. We're just catching up with the times. I wasn't really being cynical. I was really being more silly. So far, as you said, I agree with you. I mean, on the surface, at least, it it looks good. As we all learn from Schoolhouse Rock, though, a bill is not a, a law yet. It has to work its way through the processes in Congress and then, of course, be signed by the president. But I'll tell you this, Christina's going to keep her eye on this and keep us informed. And actually, Christina, you were very pithy. 
you were very concise and hit all the points of it as it stands now. So you got it all in this segment. Here's what we still have time to do, and that's for you to open up your schedule for no cost, no obligation uh, consultation with you. That's right, folks. When you're giving us a call to that 800-832-1100, this is a complimentary consultation. And when you come in, we will have a copy of the retirement train reserved just for you, for you callers that are coming in. And we do open our schedule very generously for 10 slots a week. A lot of people come in and they ask me, you know, how in the world do you do this? You give all this time out to the community. Well, it's important. And think about that for just a moment. I mean, 10 slots, that's an hour of my time a day of everything that we've been given. We've been given this huge voice, Dave, and given a huge voice on TV and being able to author a book, all of these different ways to share this information to people. I think it's just a continuance of not just an obligation, but an absolute privilege to be able to take care of folks in the community. So don't delay. If you need a second look at things, or if you're just now getting started, you think you're in that retirement red zone, so it's time to start getting things down on paper. Pick up the phone right now, drop the word powerful in a text, or give us a call, 800-832-1100. We look forward to seeing you. Absolutely, and you'll really enjoy the experience and leave there with a much better handle on where you are, where you're heading, and finding out if you are on track or how to get on track. 800-832-1100. You can also text powerful, same number, 800-832-1100. Quick break, Christina, what are we doing next? Experience is a great teacher. In the world of retirement strategies, we would be wise to learn as much as we can from someone else's experiences and mistakes. When we come back, we'll dissect some of the most famous and not so famous quotes as they relate to retirement. We're back. It is your powerful legacy radio. Christina Ping Kepperling, over 15 years experience in central Kentucky, making a lot of people happy and content because they, you know, were on track to their retirement. Christina is also author of the book, The Retirement Train. You know, I was talking about Jack in the Box earlier. I don't mean to keep harping on that, but it was, do you think that's kind of cruel to kids <laughs> to surprise them like that with the Jack in the Box? Uh, I think I, if there are a bunch of babies these days, I thought it was fun. Uh, I mean, I, I thought it was oh, great know, back I'm, in the day. I know. <laughs> I, I'm really kidding there, too. You know what I do think is cruel? And I'll just just for one quick thing, uh, because it, it kind of it irks me. And I just saw another posting of people post on Facebook um, how protective their dogs are. And they'll actually act like they're hitting like their spouse or whatever. And the dog is all getting upset and barking. Why do you need to stress out a dog like that? And, you know, you what is that teaching? Have you ever seen those? I don't like it. I have seen that. I think it's ridiculous. That's not teaching anything except violence. Goodness gracious. I know. And, people think it's cute. You know, it's cute, funny when we but... talk about the past and the way that people were a lot more dangerous, if you will. I saw the funniest meme the other day on social media of some sort, and it was a picture of a playground. It said, community school playground. 1925 and literally the monkey bars were you know three times the height of the children and all these crazy things that they could fall and just break their limbs or whatever oh i know dangerous look hard uh asphalt too was the playground and now i've been to parks where it looks like asphalt but it when you step on it it's real soft it feels like a mattress do you know what i'm talking about there i do yeah yes indeed Man, we and all survived. Those dogs biting, we? you know, Zeus is laying here in his bed, just sleeping. I thought nice I heard Zeus earlier. I thought I heard <laughs> Zeus get up, and move around. That's another benefit of, a, a, of if you love dogs, me, meeting with Christina because Zeus is going to be right there to happily greet you. We're looking at quotes now. I'm going to get Christina's take on some of these quotes from people in the you know, the economic universe, the, the universe of the economy. Jim Rogers, by the way, is chair of Beeland Interest and co-founder of the Quantum Fund. Here's what Jim said. Bottoms in the investment world don't end with four-year lows. They end with 10- or 15-year lows. Where is he going with that? Well, when we're talking about the bottom, I want you to think about the last bear market that we had in 2008. 2008 was not the bottom. If you look back through history, we stayed below the line for 14 years, 2000, 2001, and 2002, which was a 47% compository bear market there. 
it pushed us so far below the line that we didn't even get to recovery back to even. And then we were down again in 2008. So this didn't used to be the case. In the distant past, economic cycles, they would last a fairly reliable four years or so. Bear markets weren't devastating because the bull markets didn't carry the stocks to the nosebleeding heights. Now, however, efforts to prolong economic growth and the stage for the big setback take a long time to wipe away. And I'm really concerned about this. So it took the S&P seven years to reclaim its peak price as it was seen in 2000. After the fall back in the low 2003, it hasn't been since it hasn't been that way since 1997. So it wasn't until 2013 that the index eclipsed the high hit in 2007 after falling below 2003 and then in early 2009. So when you take a look at these trends, I know we don't have a chart in front of us because we're on the radio, but when you come in, I'll show you what this looks like. But in simplest terms, the bear market hurts a lot. Investors may plan accordingly, particularly if they're nearing retirement, and we're due for a bear market or in this case, a bear market. And I don't I don't really know what to say other than if you don't have this part of your strategy, you are going to fail. You could run out of money in retirement. You're making a mistake. And we do a little bit of a temperature check. Let's talk about your risk. How do you feel? If you have $100,000 sitting in your retirement account right this moment, for every $100,000, are you comfortable losing $50,000? What about $40,000? Or 30? I've got a lot of you that are I'm, probably out there thinking, I'm not comfortable losing well, anything right I'm now. I'm <laughs> just thinking that very thing. Welcome to the retirement red zone. <laughs> that means you should be conserving what's in there, and we should be having some discussions about protecting you from the bear market or the downside because you can't lose to be able to make sure and have the retirement how and when you want it to be. You know, you said something, too. You mentioned the S&P 500 taking seven years to reclaim it, the peak since 2000, seven years to a 30-year-old is like, yeah, seven years. Uh, seven years to a 60-year-old could mean postponing your retirement. I mean, th- that's, a, mean. You know, that's a long recovery time. When, when, so you need to start getting a little safer. Maybe when you talk about the financial red zone, let's say if you look at in your 50s or maybe mid-50s, is that when you think you need to start getting it where you don't have to have something happen out of your control that would make you postpone your retirement? I don't think that it's necessarily going to be an age. I think it's um, just an amount that you are away from what that goal is Uh and how and when. So let's say that you want to retire in your late fifties. You know, obviously that's going to be a lot sooner for some folks, but for those that want to retire on that average, which is 63, 64 years old, you're probably going to be in that retirement red zone around your early to mid fifties. So five to 10 years away from retirement it's time to start having that conversation about your retirement downside. Can you afford a long market that's going to ride below the line? And I hear people all the time, oh, yeah, I lost in 2008, but it came back. Okay, where would you be if you would have not lost in 2008? What would your account look like if you would have not lost back in 2008? Probably as depressing to look at it market. where you would be. Very much so. Yeah. That's right. That's, you know, and, and it, it is, it's a scary time. I mean, it doesn't have to be as scary or as nerve wracking if you have the right strategies in place. I mean, that, that simply is true because I always like to think of, I, I like, I want to be, if I'm retired, I'd want to be set up where I'm on the sidelines, kind of watching what's happening, you know, not happy about it, but not having so much skin in the game that I'm not sleeping at night. That's what would mean a and lot to I me. do hear a lot of people in that case, you are you hit the nail on the head right there, Dave. If you're not sleeping at night because you're worried about your retirement nest egg going negative and not being able to have the income that you need, then you need to be having a conversation with someone about putting it in a more safe solution. Now, your investments as entertainment, if you're thinking of your investments like it's entertainment, it's not really real money yet. It's like monopoly money. And I've heard a couple people make that statement before, you know, oh, it's not real yet. It is real money. If it's sitting in your 401k, you earned it, you contributed to it. It's real money. I don't care if you can't assess it yet. That's maybe why you feel like it's not real. But this is real money. If you want excitement, take a couple hundred bucks and go to Las Vegas. Good luck. That's pretty much what it amounts to. But when we're talking about your retirement, we don't want to do that. Now, I do have a few people who they feel like they can beat the stock market. That's fine. 
that's just fine. But when we're talking about your retirement, let's please not take that gamble. Let's please be responsible with your retirement money. Let's make sure that you're going to be on track and let's make some good decisions. So do we really need to be saving? So money is something that you've got to have in case you don't die, which is what what this, uh, this quote came from a Russian immigrant who opened up the New York City famous The Stage Deli in 1937. I really love this. because Money is something you have to make in case you don't die. (laughs) That's good. Right. That's right. And I love this. And and I'm probably going to uh, just demolish the name because it's Russian, of course, but it's Max Asnes, A-S-N-A-S. Sounds good to me. I looked it up a couple times. And he's one of the most often accredited names behind saying this. Now, if you've heard this very similar phrase, which is money is something you need in case you don't die tomorrow. This is from the fictional character in the movie by Martin Sheen. It's called Wall Street. Oh, yeah. And the character he played in that? really... He did, yeah. You know what else came from that movie? The character Carl Fox. What's that? (laughs) Greed is good. (laughs) Remember that line? That's right. That's from that movie, Wall Street. Oh, gosh. I don't know what to think other than Wall Street is not my playground. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, that was actually, yeah, uh, Michael Douglas's uh, famous line from that movie. But, yeah, you said so that line was also uttered by the character played by Martin Sheen in Wall Street, though. It makes sense. It was. Money something. And regardless of its source, the point is still the same, right? So just assuming that you live beyond your last day of work. You need to make sure that you have something to fund your own personal retirement strategy. I mean, this is pretty darn simple. And it's funny, I kind of like to compare it to insurance. You only don't need insurance if you're not going to die. (laughs) Well, true, or or not going to anything that you have insurance for. Yeah, wow. Yes, and you only can lose money if you don't plan to use your money. Warren Buffett. I really love that from him. And he his his plan is, here's his rule right here. I really love Warren Buffett, so I'm going to give another one here. Okay. Rule number one, never lose money. Mm-hmm. Rule number two, never forget rule number one. I love that. <laughs> now, there you go. Yeah, he's loaded with a lot of quotes, too, um, in in the whole realm of, of not of financial planning. Good stuff, uh, Christine. I love the quotes. Now, here here's something you can do. Sit down with Christina and make sure that you can get through what could be 30-plus year um, phase of your life retirement without that fear of running out of money in retirement. Get the strategies together. Here's another opportunity to sit down with Christina, and at no cost, no obligation. That's right, folks. When you give us a call, no cost, no obligation, complimentary consultation here. And you're coming in, you will get a copy of the retirement train as well. This is a time slot that I open up 10 times a week for folks, and they do disappear quite quickly. I know we're almost to the end of the show, and it looks like we only have two slots left. So they do go very, very quickly. And when you're talking about what it is that you're expecting, it's so funny because another Warren Buffett quote right here, Hmm. price is what you pay, but value is what you get. You will be getting value. I've yet to hear a single person that has walked out that basically wasn't just hugging us and thanking us, you know, thank you for this information. I needed this. And it's made me realize how extremely powerful this is to continue giving to our community because this same type of consultation will run you upwards $1,500 to $2,000 with some other firms. I don't want you to pay that. That is silly. Come in and get a complimentary consultation. Come in and get a second opinion. Let's make sure that you're going to be on track. Be on track. That's what it's all about. And speaking of on track, that that copy of Christina's book, The Retirement Train, that is a great primer, a a great companion guide, and great read that you get when you schedule with Christina. Biggest thing is you get the strategies uh, and the conversation on the right strategies for you to get you to retirement. 800-832-1100 is the number. That's 800-832-1100. 1100. If you you can text it too, if you prefer to text, just just text and enter keyword powerful when you text 800-832-1100. Christina, there's a way that you close this show every week. I do love it. And it's coming up. When we come back, questions from listeners. 
back. It's your powerful legacy radio. Christina Ping Kepperling, CEO of Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. Uh, also, you can catch her on TV Saturday nights at 7. WTBQ, Channel 36, the ABC affiliate. Again, that's Saturday nights at 7. Christina is author of the book, The Retirement Train. It's all about getting you on track to your retirement. And when you meet with her, she loves answering questions. So come loaded with questions. In fact, we close this show out every week with questions from listeners. Here is one from Cynthiana. My father passed away last month and left his traditional IRA to me and my brother. Now, I work full-time and plan to retire in five years. My brother retired last year. What are the payout options for this money? Well, first off, if your father passed away and left you IRA money, then this is a non-spousal inherited IRA. So the SECURE Act of 2020 eliminated the stretch IRA for non-spousal beneficiaries. So we need to have a very serious conversation about taxes. And if your brother's retired and he's going to have a whole different outlook than what yours may be, because this is going to be based on your income. So when we're talking about traditional IRA, you've got 10 years to be able to turn this into non-qualified money. So pay the taxes on it, withdraw and pay the taxes on it or move it over to something else. And when we're talking about the SECURE Act itself, pay attention because 2.0 is trying to change this down to five years. So a lot of things are changing. There's no better time than right this moment. I've got a couple of young men. They just lost their father very untimely in his mid-50s. They are in their early and mid-20s and received traditional IRA money. This is very serious. This taxation is huge because they are nowhere near 59 and a half years old. Mm -hmm. They are also nowhere near being able to take retirement funds. What are we going to do? How are we going to manage this? That's what our powerful partners are for. I've been on the phone with the CPA the last couple of days and getting the strategy together for these young folk because this is going to be a really big deal. And I know that your family worked so hard. Folks, I know that your father worked really hard. And I'm sorry to hear about his loss for you and your brother. And we need to be talking about what does that money look like taxation-wise for you. So that's going to be the number one subject. The payout options are going to be a lump sum payout all of the taxes. It's going to be over the next 10 years, or we can have some conversion privileges and move that over into a future retirement strategy under the tax code 7702. So we've got a lot of different options there. Please don't delay. It sounds to me like you've got to give us a call. Let's help you get this taken care of. Yeah, I agree. And, and, and thank you for listening and thank you for sending the question in. And hopefully you are listening today because you can schedule with Christina with a call to 800-832-1100. From a listener in McKee, I'm 64 and was forced into early retirement because of COVID. Now, I was planning to work until my full retirement age. My plan was in place to get me there. How can I readjust my plan to make sure that I've got what I need going through retirement? Best laid plans right here. I am so sorry to hear that you were forced into early retirement because of COVID. I'm hearing this all over. Plus, we've got this huge, huge just resignation. I don't know what in the world is going on where these people are getting money. It's crazy. I've never seen so many retirements ever. I know. And, you know, as we were talking about a little bit earlier on in the show, And we're talking about how many people are retiring and what is that going to look like for the future? You know, Bernadette Geis was saying that 45 million people would be retiring in the next 10 years. So what what are we doing to make sure that these people are going to be successful in retirement? Number one is you are asking the right question is readjusting the plan. You've got to readjust whatever your strategy is right this moment readjust it to match where you're at right now. This may be something that if you're forced into early retirement, maybe we can jump you into a transitional retirement. Maybe we can pull some of your social security and let your retirement savings continue to grow. And then you can work part-time to make up that difference and then not exceed that excess earnings limit because you're under your full retirement age. That's the first thing that pops in my mind. Let's see where you're at. How much do you need income wise? And what does your current strategy look like and how can we adjust that by a couple of years? You did not mention what your original goal was. So let's sit down and talk about that one. And definitely you can sit down with Christina. She she opens up her schedule. We're down to two, but she opens up 10 
on our schedule every week. So you can still get in on this, 800-832-1100. Lexington is next. I am currently 64, retired. I have two IRAs. One is a precious metals IRA account. The other is a traditional IRA account. I'd like to remove a portion from either of these IRAs and put it into a Roth IRA account. How would I do this for either IRA? Is it the same process for the traditional and the precious metals? And how much uh, can be transferred into the Roth on any given year? So, no, it is not the same process between transferring precious metals IRAs and then traditional IRAs. It, because you're not going from like account to like account. And also when we're talking about doing a conversion, a backdoor Roth conversion, it's there are several restrictions on what you can do. Um, there are some income rules on contribution, but those income rules don't apply to conversion. So a lot of different rules that we've got in mind here. Number one is we need to talk about the taxation of this. How long have you held on to those? What what are the gains? What are the possibilities there? Let's see what we can do to get you on track. It sounds to me like you've got a little bit of a mess. And if you're wanting to remove part of that and put it into Roth, what is your current earning for the year? Is this all you have? So we don't go into another tax bracket because as you're doing those conversions, it's going to be charged as your ordinary income on taxation. So we don't want to jump over that. And at 64 years old, if you're retired and you're collecting social security, this could end up affecting your social security doing these conversions. So there are a lot of things to be watching out for. Sounds to me like you've got to meet with a professional. This is not something that is just run of the mill. No, absolutely. And, um, and Christina is a professional who'd be happy to meet with you again, 800-832-1100. You know, I have your book in front of me. We did the segment on quotes uh, earlier and I know why you're a fan of quotes. I mean, you open each chapter in your book, The Retirement Train, which is another train stop in your life with a quote. For instance, I love this one from Albert Einstein. Compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. He who understands <laughs> it earns it. He who doesn't pays it. <laughs> it's a great quote. That is so very true. Yeah. We're taking advantage of compounding interest for our children. That's probably the most powerful way that you can be. Saving is as early as possible as much as possible. It's hilarious when I talk to young ones and they think that something is just so much money. And then I point out to them, if you would just take your lunch two to three days a week, maybe even four, just eat out one day a week, Mm -hmm. save the difference and let that compound. Yeah. You'd be darn near a millionaire by the time you're in your mid sixties. Oh, I I wish, (laughs) wish, I wish I had done that then. I love that, that quote though. I just wish I'd read it earlier in life. Sharon Stone, here's another quote you have um, for stop five on the retirement train. It's not like (laughs) 50 is the new 30. It's like 50 is the new chapter. I like that, too. It is. Yeah. It is. And, you know, being right here in that 50 red zone. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I remember Uh, when 50 was old. Do you remember that, Dave? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember when 30 was old, too. I remember looking at my mother thinking, gosh, you're old and you're 30. (laughs) I know. I know. And uh, I definitely remember when my age was old. And I certainly don't think it is now. I think of it as a new chapter. I I don't think it's any of those milestones that um, I'm almost there. I mean, I'm looking forward to 50. That's my midlife crisis year. I plan to get a hot rod that year. That's kind of my little treat That's great. That's great. (laughs) That's the fun I'm looking forward to. But when I think about 50, I think about what can you do to be at the prime of your health and your wealth? And on the retirement train, when we're talking about that fifth stop and, you know, that 50 is supposed to be the new chapter, you've learned from your mistakes. By the time you're 50, if you've not made a few mistakes and you've not learned from them, you've just not lived. I'm just saying. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. I haven't talked to anyone who's near our age and they say something like, you know, oh, I've never made a mistake and I've never learned from a mistake. If they're saying that they're lying. And what's the best thing that you can do when you do make a mistake is you learn from it and you do better. Mm -hmm. 50 is catch up contribution age limit. Come on, get over 50. You can catch up on these contributions. And this is a time where you should be putting more in there. I know you learned your lesson. Quit spending money that you don't have. Quit eating garbage because it's going to make you feel like garbage. Mm -hmm. And for goodness gracious, meet with someone who cares about you and wants to make sure that your retirement will be successful because it's your retirement. 
And for those of us that are in this 50-ish zone and we're raising teenagers and those in their early 20s, God bless us, and we're living through it because Mm. we're trying to teach them from our mistakes. And if you look and pay attention, our parents were doing the same thing, even grandparents. They're trying to teach you from those mistakes. And what have we learned? First off, saving early, saving as much as possible is one of the smartest things you can do. Don't depend on that money. Make yourself budget from day one. Teach these young ones how to be budgeting and teach them how to be good savers instead of good spenders. And I think that that's something that as you're talking about your financial health, just as you're talking about your physical health, teach someone to be healthy, not to be reactive. You don't want to always be on a diet trying to lose weight. Just make healthy decisions. You don't want to be on medications for bad conditions. Just make good decisions and take care of yourself. And a lot of times you can curb that by your lifestyle choices. And when we're talking about 50 and being fabulous and being fit and being financially healthy, All of these things will come into play when you make better decisions. So 50 can be the new chapter. Let's make it the new chapter. I love that. And and so can 60. And so can 70. (laughs) We're living longer now. We've got all sorts. We've we've made this book bigger, that book of life, because we're living (laughs) longer. We're adding chapters to it, which means all the more important reason to have the right strategies together for retirement, because it's longer than we've seen in, in the history of people retiring. It's longest now. People are living longer. It's more important to make sure you're on track for your retirement, that you stay on track so you can schedule with Christina, 800-832-1100. Get in front of Christina and talk about you because she wants to hear about you. And that helps her determine and work with you on determining the best strategies for you and getting you on track. 800-832-1100. Call it or text POWERFUL to 800-832-1100. I, I always love our conversations, Christina. They are so great. Yes, Dave. And, you know, on a closing note with all of these things, when you think about what do you want your retirement to look like, let's make your retirement by choice. Let's not make it by chance. Because when you take a look, I saw another thing on social media, something to the effect of both of these folks were age 65. Mm-hmm. The difference was one was very fit muscular, had tone, had made good choices, was exercising, eating healthy. The other one, not so much. And what does that look like? You know, you can see that physically, financially. What can you do to be fit? You know, making better decisions concerning debt, making better decisions concerning savings, making better decisions overall and being financially healthy. These are all about your choices, just like it's your choice to have education with student loans or have education without. That may not be the most popular thing to say, but guess what? You can work your way through school. You do not have to go into debt. It may take you a little longer, but it may be a better choice. So let's give your retirement a choice, not a chance. Let's give your life a choice, not just a chance. And let's sit down and have these serious conversations about making you healthy financially spiritually emotionally physically let's be healthy and happy in retirement and a holistic review on that very subject 800-832-1100 you can schedule and be sure to join us next week as we're going to be back here with your powerful legacy radio Investment advisory services offered through Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. Christina Ping and her guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. By contacting Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products. 